The year 1953, a plane touches down at Smithies Airport in Sydney. On board is an American named Lee Gordon. The Australian music scene will never be the same again. From then until now, these are the stories. Hey there, this is Josh Erstam and you're listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. This episode is on Cold Joy and the Joy Boys and the song Bye Bye Baby. Our special guest is the Australian music legend himself, Cold Joy. Bye 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 baby goodbye I gotta get a gone bye 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 baby goodbye Cold Joy and the Joy Boys are true rock and roll pioneers and they are Australian music royalty. Led by Colin Jacobson together with his brothers Kevin and Keith. They joined forces with guitarist Dave Bridge and drummer John Bogie to form one of the most popular bands of their generation. This episode is on their hit Bye Bye Baby. This song has the honour of being the first Australian record to reach the number one spot on the national pop charts. When this new musical craze of rock and roll took off in Australia, Cold Joy and the Joy Boys led the Aussie charge and they were one of the biggest bands in the land. And for the past 50 years, the Jacobson family have helped shape the Australian music industry into the force that it is today. Whether as entertainers, promoters, managers or producers, the Jacobsons have done the lot and successfully at that. But they sure did come from some humble beginnings. And our first house was uh, 20 foot square, and, um, but it had a mud floor. A mud floor, yeah. had two rooms on the side, which was our bedrooms. Made of corrugated iron, had had bag hessian bag walls on the inside that my mother had calcined to keep the the damp out, and that was it. You got to remember that this is the 1950s in Australia, and the community leaders basically did as they liked. The establishment, such as the politicians, school, and church leaders, tried their best to stop the influence of rock and roll. The federal government even went as far as to ban the import of musical instruments, such as electric guitars. Not to be put off, if the young Aussie rockers couldn't buy their instruments, then they'll just make their own. However, this came with its own drawbacks, especially for Cole, who faced near electrocution every time he stepped up to the microphone, unless he was standing on his trusty rubber mat. Oh yeah, that was murder. Well, I don't know if it was in the amplifier. I think it was in my wiring of the guitar, because my young brother Keith made my first electric guitar, made my first two electric guitars. And of course... Every time my mouth touched the microphone, I'd get this terrible shock, a big blue flash, and my teeth would rattle, and I'd miss a bar or two and then catch up. So the rubber mat, that, that, got, that overcome that. So I didn't, as soon as I got away from the microphone, if I was working the stage or anything like that, I was okay. But in the vicinity of the microphone, I always carried my rubber mat. Cold Joy and the Joy Boys were one of the most successful bands in Sydney. Their popularity was only rivalled by that of Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs. The band were selling out venues wherever they played, and they were certainly becoming a big deal. Selling out local venues and dance halls was one thing. However, the gig to play was a spot on the Lee Gordon Big Show. This meant getting to share the stage with megastars from America, such as Buddy Holly, 
Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis, to name just a few. Cole had waited patiently to get a spot on the big show, but his label, Festival Records, hadn't been able to secure him or the Joy Boys the gig. Finally, one Saturday morning, the mild-mannered Cole had had enough. He storms into the office of festival boss Ken Taylor and he's giving Taylor a piece of his mind when just like a scene out of a Hollywood movie, the phone rings. It did sound like that because the phone was a wall phone, a pay phone on the outside. I mean, they had phones in their offices, but this was a pay phone on the wall at the top of the stairs where you came up the festival, which is, I think it was an old tenement house because it had those real not very wide stairs, and they were quite tight. They went, went up about six steps and did a right angle. And, but at the top of that, on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side as you get up the top, was the payphone. And we were in there talking about this, and, and I remember Taylor said, oh, he'll, he'll come around, he'll have to come around, he'll have to come around because you guys are doing good and your dances and so forth. The phone started. Well, it rang and it rang and it rang. Nobody else was in the office because it was on a Saturday. Finally... Uh, Taylor got up and walked out and answered the phone. He come back to me and he said, Lee Gordon's on the phone, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> so I go out and he said, Lee Gordon. I said, yes, Mr Gordon. He said, do you dig this guy Cash? And I said, John Cash? Yeah, we well, you know all these songs. He said, he said, can you play his music? I said, yeah, we can play his music. And he said, how much do you want? And I said, well... I don't know. Wait till I get my manager. He said, you got a manager? <laughs> it just come off the top of my head because then I put my brother Kevin on. And um, I think we quoted £2,000 for that show. So we were up and running and we played that show. It opened in Melbourne and uh, I was on first and I had four songs to sing. I went on and sang my four songs and I came off and we, we did all right and and, uh, and Lee Gordon was in the wings. He said, get back on. The, the plane hasn't landed yet. This was all the American stars on their aeroplane. So I went back on and I sang another four or five songs and come off. He said, it still ain't here. And I walk on and I say, well, you got me. You got me again. And, of course, when you were playing these dances three or four times a week, we knew every song in the book anyhow. And so we knew not to go near the stars' songs, and um, so we sang everybody else's songs because we only had one or two of our own. And eventually, of course, the the plane landed, and they rushed them in. And the first guy on stage was Gene Vincent, and he had his leg in plaster. And he clumped on there, and he said, "What do you guys know?" We said, "You call it, we know it." And he so he sang, and he we said, "What about um, something?" He said, "No, no, I don't leave. I had I had to read that off a piece of paper." And, of course, on with Johnny Cash, John had come on and uh, push his dollar bill under the string, so he got the <laughs> on it there. And So the Tennessee 2, and um, Johnny would do their things, but the Joy Boys backed the rest of the show, and that was the first one in, uh, in Melbourne. So it was a, a baptism of fire for us because I'd never seen 7,000 people before. Like all bands, Cold Joy and the Joy Boys were searching for a hit record. Going through a pile of demos, they came across Bye Bye Baby and they decided to record the song. Working with festival records could often become a task. The label's boss, Ken Taylor, would force the company's recording genius, Robert Idale, to use his editing skills on freshly recorded tunes, much to the displeasure of musicians who had just laid down the track. We were trying to record a single and Robert Idale and I had a cold. 
Robert said, come on, get home, you're not going to get any today. And I said, oh, hang on, I said, listen to this song, I think it's a good little song. It was one of four songs that John Burles gave us. It was written by a guy called Frank McNulty, who's now 93, I think. I saw him in Chicago uh, a year or two back. He's still writing songs and so forth. And it was his demo that I heard. And so uh, I sang, bye, 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 baby, goodbye. (coughs) I got to get going, bye, 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 baby, goodbye. Covering and sniffing. And so next day I heard from Taylor. He said, we're going to release that song. I said... We'll have to do it again. He said, now, Robert's cut out the sniffs and and coughs. And I said, well, no, it's got to have a piano on it too. Well, to get a piano up these little skinny stairs at a festival, it was a pretty rough deal. But there was a little thing in the corner called a, a Celeste, and it belonged to the ABC. And I don't know how it got there, but it was there. It's not, when you listen to Bye Bye Baby, it's not quite in tune to what how we were. But uh, Kevin played the da-da-da-da-da-da-da uh, on the Celeste and so forth. So we were able to run that over the top of it. And, uh, and of course, the rest is history. When released in 1959, Bye Bye Baby became the first Australian rock or pop recording to gain the coveted number one spot on the local charts. We were working a show, well I think it was the Lloyd Price show in Melbourne um, with Twitty and them and I got a telephone, I got a telegram from a bloke called Bob Rogers who said congratulations Bye Bye Baby number one this week. Well yeah, that was was different because we'd never known anything like that. But it was quite funny. We sort of, sort of just accepted it, as I can recall, and rolled on. We think, what are we going to do next? And then, of course, we had a couple more to follow. Following the success of Bye Bye Baby for Cold Joy and the Joy Boys, the song was picked up and covered by many artists around the world. It's even managed to cross the language barrier. So is das Leben. Bye bye, baby, goodbye. Bye bye, baby, goodbye. Manches Mal, da muss man auseinandergehen. Doch nach jedem Abschied gibt's ein Wiedersehen. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, baby, goodbye. Bye bye, baby, goodbye. There is 385 versions of it. The writer advised me 385 copies that is is the biggest thing I ever had and I said well Frank I thank you for it anyway he said no I thank you Bye Bye Baby even made an appearance on the American Billboard charts of course Taylor sent ours to America to be released on Coral Records and uh, Coral also had a subsidiary company another little company and they gave it to a girl called um, Teresa Brewer so Teresa recorded Bye Bye Baby and so she made the charts with us, and underneath it uh, had Cold Joy and the Joy Boys from this other funny little uh, company. I love you only, so don't you break my heart. Bye, 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 baby, goodbye. But Teresa's um, version was pretty much up-tempo. Ours was sort of lazy, laid-back and so forth, and it, so Teresa's didn't do any great shakes, but it did make, we did make the top 100, and not for any great length of time. The Jacobson family have been a part of some of the biggest shows ever staged in Australia. Whether as performers or promoters, they've had some good ones. One of their best was the Long Way to the Top concert tour. Oh, that was a special. 
That was a special. There's a few things that really stand out in your mind. I remember doing playing for the Queen Mother in Adelaide for 100,000 people. That's the first time I'd seen that many people. As an indoor thing, that, that show with Billy Thorpe, who was Billy's idea, actually, all those people to work with, and we did, we did it twice. We did two of those. They were just a heap of fun, and except that Billy and I would be the last ones out of bed every morning. Three o'clock, I say, Billy, we've done it again. We're the last ones left here. It's three o'clock. We've got a show to do tomorrow. Tomorrow night, we've got to get to bed early. Yes, yes, would carry on. So we had, I got a lot of happy memories from that particular tour. In the early days for Cold Joy and the Joy Boys, it wasn't about playing in front of royalty or sold-out stadium tours. It was about spreading the word of rock and roll to all four corners of this great nation. The little towns that we played, sometimes you'd, because you were going from A to B and it was a long drive, so you'd, you, you'd, in the middle you'd play A+, plus, A+, plus 2. And, and, uh, uh, but also it gave them an opportunity to see their own stars, their own people that they heard about or read about or saw them on the television if they had television in those places. And they were some of your best shows. They some, we played in igloos and I remember one night our spotlight blew, the bulb blew, and they said, oh, don't worry, we'll get a spotlight. <laughs> and I walked on the stage and got a spotlight. It was a kangaroo spotlight. One that they thought, if anybody's going to get shot tonight, it's me. Okay, that's enough of the talk. Here's Cold Joy and the Joy Boys with Bye Bye Baby. Bye 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 baby goodbye I gotta get a gone bye 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 baby goodbye See you in the morning at a break of day Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way Bye 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 baby goodbye I get so lonely when we're apart I love you only, don't you break my heart Bye 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 my baby goodbye I gotta get a going bye 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 baby goodbye In the morning and a break of day Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way Bye, 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 baby, goodbye I get so lonely when we're apart I love you only Don't you break my heart Bye, 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 baby, goodbye I gotta get a going, bye, 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 baby, goodbye I'll see you in the morning at the break of day Just a little kiss and I'll be on my way Bye, 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 baby, goodbye
Thanks for listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. Thanks to Cole for your time, and thanks to Cole Joy and the Joy Boys for the music. Hi, this is Molly. You've just listened to a podcast brought to you by Marcos Promotions, written and produced by my dad, Sheldon the Kangaroo Kip. And presented by Josh Urson. This is Molly Kidd saying to my good friend, Holly Kirsten, hit it, girl. That I